Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Good morning. Turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 5. Luke chapter 5. This morning for a message titled, Catching. The Christian life isn't about the provision or the healing or the blessing. Got to get that clear. It's not about the healing, the blessing, or the provision. It's not about those things. It's about Jesus. It's about a relationship with him. Because when everything falls apart and you're about to lose everything and you've been betrayed and life is turning upside down and you're being persecuted and things are going all wrong and maybe they never will get right again. You need to be able to cling to Jesus in those times. To cling to him and to know that he is going to be there. And I have found this true multiple times in my life. Tremendous pain and anguish. And he is always the peace that passes understanding. He's always the comfort from the spirit. He is always there to hold us in the midst of the diagnosis, in the midst of the loss, in the midst of the betrayal. He is there. And he upholds us with his mighty right hand. He is the strong tower that we can run into. And in the pain, you learn to wait on him. You learn that he is faithful to bring beauty for ashes and strength for mourning. Peter, as most men do, depended on his work to take care of him. He depended on going out on that sea every day and fishing every day but the Sabbath. He would go out there and fish And he'd just gone through a stressful and frustrating day at work. Have you ever had one of those days where you worked all day and at the end of it, nothing happened. You made no money. You just went backwards. That was Peter's day. And he's trying to clean his net so he can go home and get some rest and just try to hit it again the next evening. Something. He's got to make some money for his family. And then Jesus comes. And it's almost like, I don't have time for this right now. Jesus gets into his boat Push out a little ways. Go deeper, Peter. Go out farther. (sighs) Okay, whatever. But Jesus just showed him that his provision doesn't come from him. It doesn't come from fishing. It comes from Jesus. It doesn't come from Peter. It doesn't come from fishing. It comes from Jesus. Verse 10. And so James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon, and Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. The other Gospels tell us that they were already out of their boats mending the net. (laughs) They're already starting to mend the net that just ripped. Jesus says, come follow me. And they left their nets. They left their nets. Jesus now calls them to follow him. He says, now you're going to catch men. Jesus wanted him to go deeper because Jesus was catching not fish. The fish didn't even matter. He was catching Peter. He was catching James and John. That was his purpose there. He was catching them, not to show them how to be more successful businessmen. He wasn't joining their job. It is true that when we invite Jesus into our business, when we invite Jesus into our lives, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes, that does help us to be more successful. 
But we have to realize that there's going to be a point in that where Jesus is not saying, well, I'm glad I joined you because you're going to do great now. But he's saying, I joined you to show you my faithfulness so that you will join me. And now you will go where I tell you to go. Do you realize that all of these men, these three men, except for John, actually, John would be boiled in oil, wouldn't die. <laughs> it wasn't his time. But Peter and James, James would be the first to die, and Peter would die being crucified upside down for his relationship with Jesus. He wasn't trying to make them successful in their business. He was trying to call them to join him, not so that he could join us. When I think of this story, I think of Charles Mulley. And if you haven't seen the documentary, you've got to go on Amazon Prime and watch Mulley, M-U-L-L-Y. Here's a guy who grew up in Kenya, very poor, poor family. His father was a town drunk. And when he was six years old, they decided to move, but they couldn't afford to feed all the kids, so they left him sleeping and just abandoned him, went to another town. He just woke up and everybody's gone. He tried to go to family and tried to find somewhere to get something and, and people just, you know, they'd feed him for a little while and they'd say, we can't, you're not our problem, you're not our responsibility, get out of here. And so he'd beg for food and live on the streets. Finally, I think around the age 13, he decided, I'm just going to go kill myself. And so while he was on the way to the place where he figured he would kill himself, a friend of his says, hey, come on, there's some singing over here, we're going to go to this meeting. So he goes to the meeting and it was a gospel meeting and, and the preacher said, Jesus will never leave you and forsake you. He is a faithful father, and he had never had a faithful father, and everybody in his life left him and forsook him. And he says, if that's true, that's what I want. And he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. He made his way then to Nairobi, where he found a job, working for a, an Indian couple. And as he worked for them, he, he kind of rose through the ranks of their business and started working or through the house and then started working for the business. And one thing led to another, and he was able to save enough money to build, buy a taxi. And within a few years, he was controlling all gas and oil in the entire state of, or the entire northern region of Nairobi. He had a monopoly. He was the multimillionaire, the richest man in Kenya. From the street to the rich, the rags to rich, a beautiful story. But then one day, as he's sitting with his millions of dollars in all of his industries, he has all the tire fa factories, all the gas and oil, all the, these taxi mully ways. He had all these buses and taxis and everything that he ran. This uh, amazing businessman, the Lord said, I want you to stop working and I want you to take in kids. And so Mully stopped that day, divested himself of all of his property, and he ended up adopting, him and his wife ended up adopting over 20,000 kids over the years. And so they're still doing it. He goes out into the streets and finds these street kids and he takes them into his home and he adopts them and he schools them and he raises them up and he pays for their college. And his money ran out a long time ago. But the Lord continues to provide and the Lord's done many miracles along the way. To, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. The largest family in the world, in fact. Charles Mull, you've got to watch the story. But sometimes Jesus just changes the direction, the course of our life. And he changed Peter's course of his life. And he desires to do the same thing to you and to me. You know, we get stuck in our ways and, and set in the things that we're doing. And, and we don't realize that, Peter, or that Jesus is calling us, like Peter, to, to something bigger, to a bigger catch. Verse 11, so they, and they had brought their boats to land. They forsook all and followed him. This is interesting. The other Gospels say that they left their nets and their father Zebedee, James and John did anyway. 
The Greek word for forsook in this passage and, and left their nets left in the other passage can also be translated forgive. Isn't that interesting? They, they forgave their nets and they followed Jesus. They forgave their boats. They left, they forgave everything and followed Jesus. And I guess the idea is, you know, leave it behind, leave it in the past, forgive, forget. But they forgave their nets. I suppose there are things in our lives that we expect to satisfy us or fulfill us or provide for us or keep us safe or take care of us or satisfy or give us security. But only God can truly do those things for us. And so maybe we need to say, okay, <laughs> I forgive that business that doesn't work, that's not satisfying me. I forgive my family who, who hasn't taken care of me. I, I, I just, I leave it all behind. I forgive and I move forward to follow Jesus. Maybe that's where you're at today. Everything's been empty. Everything's disappointed. And Jesus is calling you out into the deep to go farther, to go deeper with him. And to say, forgive it all. Forget it all. Move on from all of that and follow me. What would your life look like if you did that? Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this passage where we see the call of Peter, James, and John. This big catch of fish. that They, they could have made a fortune with it. They left it behind with their boats. They left it behind with their nets. They left it behind with their family. And they followed you, Jesus. And I pray, Lord, that you would just show us what this means for us. Lord, when you call us to go further out, when you call us to go deeper, Lord, that we would be willing to say yes to you. That we, we'd be willing to forgive everything. All these things in life that we thought would satisfy that don't. All the people that have let us down. All the things that have gone sideways in our life. And that we would find our satisfaction in you. That we cling to you. Especially and even in the desperate times. And that you would sustain us. We thank you, Jesus. That you call us. We thank you that you use us, Lord. We thank you that you provide for us. But more than anything, we thank you for you, for your presence, for your relationship, for the, the death that you paid upon the cross for our sins. I pray that we would never take that for granted. We just love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Will you stand with me? Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, Call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.